What's up, guys? Um, thank you so much for doing my podcast in a small group. I know a lot of people um, have been doing them, but it always shocks me when I find uh, out that people are actually really enjoying the content and that they are walking this out in a group. So thank you so much. It was very humbling to get that message. Um, I was processing, like, what could I do? Can I send you guys a little snippet? And I just thought... Um, because you're doing it together, uh, that maybe it would just be best if I just kind of, um, one, told you why I didn't put it in the podcast, 11 and 12, and two, um, give you just what I feel like the Lord showed me in 11 and 12 uh, to help uh, maybe spark some conversations among you. The first thing is, I didn't do uh, 11 and 12 in the first initial podcast because it is very futuristically heavy. It's like a vision for what is yet to come. The Bible Project does a phenomenal video on Daniel. I can break this down of the different kings that they believed that the vision that Daniel was getting was for seeing. And um, to be honest with you, I didn't want to have, uh, based on the demographic of the podcast, I didn't feel like I could give it enough time, um, prophetic prophetically speaking, um, to break down just 11 or just 12. Um, it also didn't fit into the 10 season, um, episodes. And so, uh, I looked at all that and I felt like it wasn't the right thing, uh, to do. Uh, but now (laughs) knowing that you guys are doing it and you want to know about it, I will happily tell you what I feel like God is saying, and I will do it as condensed as I can and as quickly as I can. Um, even though I still feel like I'm not quite sure whether I could, um, I don't know, give you all of what I believe God is saying in Daniel. First of all, I feel like God is giving hope. God is um, expressing to Daniel through all the things that he's gone through. He's now older in his life. He is serving yet another king. He is doing all these incredible things. Uh, God has given him the revelation to know that the exile is coming soon to an end. And God is saying, hey, perspective and culture, they're going to change even more. And as I was looking at this and looking at my notes and looking what I wrote down, I actually wrote in my Bible, culture is shifting and so should your perspective. And I think that that's so uh, distinctly true about even now how we're leaving, that our culture has shifted so drastically away from the ways and the truth and the life of Jesus. Um, And our perspective um, needs to shift as well to see what's going on. There's a verse in the Bible that talks about um, uh, perceiving new things. It's in Isaiah. and But you have to actually perceive them. And so you have Daniel in 11 uh, having this uh, incredible vision of what is to come. And when I look at this chapter, I look at it as a call for perspective, a call that even though sh- uh, culture is shifting, prophetically shifting, uh, that we are not meant to shift our foundations yet we're meant to shift our perspective. And when I say ship our perspective, it's not off of the cross or off of the word of God or off of Jesus, but off ourselves and off our feelings and off all the things uh, that will make uh, our... uh, our lives easier within the culture. Uh, culture will always be uh, counter to uh, God's people and God's covenant. And it is our job as followers of Jesus. And we see Daniel, who has been a faithful follower of God, even in his exile, um, that he didn't shift, even in the lion's den. 
even with all the things that he had to navigate. And the angel here is giving him this prophetic um, uh, look ahead of the future. And what my revelation of it, what I felt like the Lord was saying is that culture is going to shift and your perspective uh, needs to shift and see what's actually happening. Don't shift off of me, but shift off of all the chaos and all the craziness and um, keep your heart and your foundation uh, truly settled. Um, in me because it then goes on to talk about persecution and the church is going to be persecuted and like there is nothing more I think the church is persecuting itself. I think that culture is persecuting the church. I think the bride of Christ has shifted and she is a hot mess. And um, in response, there has been a level of persecution, uh, not only to the church, the underground church and um, the bride itself, but even... Even the Western church is um, in shambles. And I truly believe that we are in a season where we need to, like Daniel, keep our perspective um, aware of what's happening, but not moving with the culture to where we shift our hearts away from God. And so then we get to 12, where he has had this um, dream and uh, this vision of what is to come. And I'm going to read this last little part because for me it's really significant. Um, As for you, Daniel, this is in 4. As for you, Daniel, keep these visions and their meaning a secret. Write down what you have seen and heard and then seal and scroll until the time of the end. Many will wander here and there and knowledge will expand. Um... When I first read Daniel, I actually wrote down in my Bible, uh, the things God gives you is not for everyone. Uh, Just because God gives you a revelation of something doesn't mean that you're immediately meant to share it. You're immediately meant to um, cast it out onto the atmosphere of social media. I actually talk about it in my new book about how uh, your feelings should be worked out in private before they're ever voiced out in public. And so we find Daniel here, the angels telling him, hey, I've given you these things, but hide them away. And what I felt like the Lord was saying is that uh, our revelations and some of the things that God gives us, uh, people aren't going to really understand them, especially if you're seeking God's truth um, through the scriptures and in prayer and, um, and through surrender. Because what happens is you're able to gain a better understanding of who God is and what he wants for you personally so that then you can model um the ways and the truth and the life of Jesus. And and you find Daniel here. Uh, he is older. He is the angel saying, hey, like this is not for everyone. Lock it up. Um, but I've given this to you. And then um, it goes on in 9. The angel says, many will keep themselves pure and clean and refined despite the pressures of these times, but those who are wicked will continue their wicked ways and none of them will ever understand. But those who are wise will At the end of the day, um, the wicked will be wicked. You can't be the Holy Spirit for people. Uh, You're not a changer of hearts, okay? You're a lover of God. And only the Holy Spirit can be a changer of hearts. And so um, it goes on to say, Daniel, go and be faithful to the end of your life. This is 13. You You will surely rest, but when the end days arrive, you will rise again to receive the inheritance allotted for you, which is just a... Um, prophetic word of hope, like 
dude, be faithful to the end of your life. God is calling us to be faithful, um, not to just give away every revelation and every single thing, good thing that we have, throwing it out to the world. No, some things are meant to be held on to. And um, at, the end of the, at the end of our lives, if we do live out um, our lives like Jesus, um, we have so many people now that will say, oh, I'm spiritual or I'm a follower of Jesus, but their lives don't model that. Don't, they, that doesn't align with Jesus and following Jesus. When you follow Jesus, your life looks different. When you follow Jesus, you're the guy. Ironically, um, ironically, I got a tattoo recently uh, about Daniel, and it's, and it's that part where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego say, even if God doesn't show up, we're still going to do it. And it's like that, even if faith. And it's like, I look at this, and I look at the life of Daniel, and we see him having this epic vision in, in 11, and God giving him this hope for 12, that dude, just be faithful. And it's because he had that even if faith. And I, if I could encourage you in anything over this entire book, it's a book of hope. It's a book to look to the future. And even though you may not understand everything that's going on, God is still with you. God will never leave you. And, um, um, I wrote, I, I do this at the end of all of, um, my my chapters in the Bible, I'll read a, a book of the Bible and then I'll write down a synopsis of what I believed it was for. And I said, um, I finished this February 16th, uh, 2000, uh, 2017. And I said, you are meant to live set apart. You are meant to have visions even in the dark. Don't be afraid of lions or the future as wisdom will be your guide. And that's what I think the book of Daniel is telling us. Wisdom will be our guide if we are surrendered in the manner in which uh, the people in Daniel were with an even-if faith um, that totally follows Jesus and has a prayer life that is powerful and seeks the scriptures as if it's water. So yeah, I hope that helps. I hope that gives you um, insight into 11 and 12 in this little bonus episode. Um, and thank you so much for being a part of I Crying Corners. Uh, yeah, make sure you buy the new book and pre-order it. It's wherever books are sold. And... Uh,